But I just want your general thoughts on how Mac Jones played in this game. Do you think he played some winning football on Sunday night? Uh, absolutely. I, I think that through two weeks, Mac Jones has played winning football. And and to piggyback off of your point about, you know, the weaponry, weaponry and things like that, like, you know, because we, we viewed things in a certain way for so long, you know, when Brady was here and, and, you know, the whole scope of the team, but you know, it's, it's a different NFL now. And like, you know, you, you really have to do, do one of two things. Either you need the, uh, you know, elite transitional, you know, uh, you know, just elevate everybody elite quarterback, like Patrick Mahomes or, you know, and or you need to go get weapons. I mean, you know, people will pick apart this game from Mac Jones and, and there are certainly plays that that he missed. And, and, you know, this is sort of where I was after they didn't get DeAndre Hopkins. And it wasn't really about DeAndre Hopkins. It was just about not investing, not giving Mac anything to work with. Right. And, you know, also, you know, my my column on this season, when I picked them seven and 10 before the season, I said they they have the margin of error is just too small for this team. And, you know, Mac made a lot of really good plays in this game. You know, his mistakes get poured over. It, and, and that's solely because he has no margin for error. Like he has to be perfect yep. for this team to score in the high 20s or 30s. I mean, you know, I went through it and I was looking at Tua and I and I wrote down at Tua, I probably had Mac for, let's see, I had Mac for five throws that I questioned, including the interception, which I split with him and Devontae Parker. I, Tua had similar. Tua had an interception, you know, great catch by uh, by Gonzalez, but Tyreek Hill was open on the play. You know, Tua underthrew him through through way too much air. If he puts that ball in a line to Tua, it's probably a touchdown. He made a bad he made a bad throw, but because he has all these weapons, because he has scheme, because he has an offensive line that didn't really allow him to be touched in this game, everybody's talking about how great Tua is and how he's an MVP candidate. But, you know, Mac Jones does basically has the same game as Tua, but because he, he has no offensive line and he has no weapons, you know, Mac gets criticized. And I don't think he's getting a ton of criticism in this game after this game. I'm sure there are people doing that. But, you know, Mac Jones, dating back to last season, I was going through my, my evaluations. And I think that, let's see, this is the fifth straight game dating back to last season that he's played positive football, according to my ratings. And it's six of seven. His completion percentage above expectation this week was six best in the league. He was only supposed to complete, I think, like 66, 67% of his passes, and he, and he completed 73%. Um, you know, Mac is not the issue on this team. It's, it's what Bill has done to him. And I really think this entire season, and we've talked about this before, after the DeAndre Hopkins thing, that this season is a litmus test and basically a measurement on can Bill construct a team in today's NFL? And through two games, the answer is no, because he just beefs up. He's done what he's always done. Beefs up defense, beefs up special teams, says offense, just take care of the ball, make a few plays, make some points, and we'll be fine. Through two games, that is not 
good enough. And, and it, they can't, Mac Jones can't play perfect. No quarterback is going to play perfect. Tua didn't play perfect. But if you surround them with enough stuff and, and you know, you know, even speed, taking Demario Douglas off the field, if you, you know, whatever, that makes things easier, opens things up. Tua threw the ball in two, two seconds. It was the lowest time to release in the league this year because the Patriots were hanging back and they were so afraid of the speed that there were there were open guys all over the place. And so what the, what the Patriots are trying to do offensively, it looks like a losing proposition. And, you know, we'll see, you know, how things go. The offensive line will get better. They'll get healthier. They'll get Tyquan Thornton back. Demario Douglas won't be in the doghouse, hopefully. Um, but still, you know, you, what you talked about, some of the past concepts. I mean, we're on a bubble screen to Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, who, who are we kidding? <laughs> I mean, the week before it was Ezekiel Elliott. Like, you know, you might as well put me out there. I mean, these guys aren't running away from anybody. So they, they just, they are talent deficient on offense. And it just makes everything harder. Ever wish you could navigate the betting field with the confidence of a pro? Enter Odds Are. They're not a sports book, but they're the sports betting advisor you've always needed. It's like having a playbook for smarter bets right in your pocket. I've been absolutely loving the experience, and I think you will too. Especially since Patriots Press Pass listeners get a 30-day free trial. Elevate your game day and join the smart betting revolution. Go get it at oddsr.com slash presspass. That's oddsr.com slash presspass. You are preaching to the choir, my man. We're not only in the same church, you and I are sitting in the same pew and we are rubbing elbows together. Everything you just said is absolutely how I feel. It's mostly how I felt last week when they played the Eagles. It's mostly how I feel when you look back at last year. And by the way, here's a little bit of a tease. Nick Cattle Show podcast. I'm going to dive deep into Mac this week. And, and actually, the, the comeback theory that people have thrown out there and, and fans, and, and there's, a, there's a contingent that say, like, oh, Mac's incapable of coming back. You might be surprised when you look back at his rookie season and you look at the facts in those games that they lost that were close. I'll have some of that on my pod. But it's, it's what you see on, on Sunday night, Greg. Here's the problem. Everybody wants to boil it down to the quarterback, and it's just utterly ridiculous. Every time the Patriots get down early in the game, it's, well, because they don't have a quarterback that can really get it going early on. They can't put points up on the board. When they get down and Mac Jones can't score, you know, three second-half touchdowns, it is somehow on Mac Jones. And and the way it's handled is he gets, like, 90% of the blame. Perfect example on Sunday night. This team at, at the half was down 17-3. to three by really no fault of Mac Jones. Go back and watch the game. You're down 17-3 at the half because your offensive line stunk. Greg highlighted Cole Strange on that first drive. He single-handedly ruined that drive by himself. So congratulations to Cole on that one. I know he might not be ready, but that's what happened. You had the Pop Douglas fumble when the Patriots were moving the ball. That is certainly not on Mac Jones. And the defense. The defense gave up 17 points in the first half. They gave up 237 total yards. Miami was three for five on third down. They were two for three in the red zone. The reason why you were down 17-3 at the half was not because your quarterback play. It was because of offensive line play, the fumble, and your defense did not do well enough in the red zone. Those are the facts, whether you like it or not. 
And Mac has become this scapegoat. It's just so easy to throw Mac under the bus because you just go back and think about Brady. And it's it's been unfair for this guy since he stepped into Foxborough. It really yeah, has Nick, been. To, to, to piggyback, to, to you know, add fuel to your fire. I mean, this, so far, through two games, this reminds me a lot of 2019 with Brady. When Brady didn't have much to, to work with, the offensive line wasn't that good. And, you know, yeah, they were 8-0 at one point, but we know that, you know, that was the schedule. I mean, if the Patriots had those cream puffs to start the season, they would have been, this this group would be 8-0 as well. But, you know, Brady was was miserable because he knew the Patriots didn't have it. And, you know, they're just right back in the same, Brady couldn't rescue that group. Mac Jones can't rescue this group. And, you know, it's it's going to take, they are going to have to be perfect on offense. They are going, they're going to have to run the, the crap out of the ball. They're going to have to incorporate more play action. And the other thing I wanted to add, you know, I, I think a lot of Bill O'Brien, and I, I do think he's really good. And I think the game plans that you're seeing, I'm sure they're going to get criticism. And, you know, it looks a lot like Matt Patricia last year, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of that, which I don't disagree with. But he's smart enough to know. He, he knows. He, he was like, he's like, we can't block any of this stuff. But I do think that. I do think that Billy is a little bit too in love with some of the concepts that he had at Alabama, the RPOs, the quick game and stuff like that. That stuff works and looks a lot better when you're at Alabama with Alabama talent compared to what you're playing against. And right now the Patriots offense is the other side of that coin. You know, right. they're, they're Troy, they're Auburn, they're, you know, whoever gets outclassed by Alabama, that that's what Billy is working at a talent deficit deficiency just like mac jones is and and <laughs> there's no other way out of it than other than they're gonna have to attain perfection on offense and and that's just that's a tough way to go yeah you can't ask any quarterback in the league to be flawless you know you you watch patrick mahomes it was i think it was three years ago i, I don't quite remember which year it was but patrick mahomes by a significant margin led the league in in interceptions that were dropped he made a ton of mistakes like three years ago. I think it was Tyreek's last year or something. I'm, I'm trying to remember. But the point is, quarterbacks make mistakes. Every week, quarterbacks will make mistakes. Every week, quarterbacks will miss guys that are open. Not every week will they turn the ball over, but they will throw their share of interceptions. Guess what? If you're waiting for Mac Jones to be flawless, it's unreasonable expectations. You'll be waiting for the rest of your life because nobody is perfect. And I know you just witnessed the GOAT for 20 years, and the guy was as near perfect as you can be for most of the time. But as Greg pointed out, 2019, it's a comparison that I made last week on my pod when, when you look at, you know, one possession games. Brady in 2019 in one possession games, his statistics, if you look at it, and I won't dive into the statistics, but trust me or listen to the pod I did last week. When you look at one possession games and you compare Mac Jones in one possession games throughout his Patriots career through the Eagles game, and you compare the one possession statistics of Brady in 2018, 2019, guess what? Mac Jones has better stats than Brady does. Doesn't mean he's better quarterback than Brady. I'll say that loudly. It's obvious. I'd be delusional if I thought that. Send me somewhere to get looked at. The point is Brady's stats were close to Mac Jones's stats in one possession games because of 2019. 
Brady was so good in 2018 in one possession games. When you compare it to 2019, he fell off pretty much a cliff. I think he 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 completed like 55% of his passes. I think something crazy, like off a cliff. And it wasn't Brady because we saw Brady go to Tampa. Brady didn't lose it. And everybody, you know, not everybody, but, you know, some said back in 2019, like, oh, Brady's washed. Brady's done. Look, he's falling apart. He's not the same guy. What, what was it the quarterback or was it what Brady had to work with in 2019? And that's continued it, from 2019 all the way until right now. The quarterback, no matter who it was, whether it was Brady, Cam, or Mac, they haven't had enough. We'll have more on Mac. We'll also have more on Bill O'Brien because there are a few questions I have for Greg. But uh, first, let's talk about our friends at FanDuel. I had a pretty rough week. I, I, I had some tough breaks on Sunday. Honestly, I really did. Um, I won a couple. I won a couple of them. I had Ramondre at like 50 yards rushing or something, and I had uh, Mike Kosicki over 15 yards receiving, and I did that two-leg parlay with those two things. Uh, but I, I came up just short a couple of other bets. But FanDuel is a fantastic place to check out. I have won more than I have lost there by, by far. The CLNS Media Network is powered by FanDuel. Sign up at FanDuel.com Boston. And get in on the action with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. Uh, just the two more things about Mac, Greg. I-, I thought it was interesting. I don't know if you did. You watch the did you watch the Saints game last night at all? Uh, a little bit, but I, I saw your tweet, and I don't disagree. That dime pass, the Mac Jones to Kendrick Bourne, that Kendrick yeah. doesn't catch, but. Uh, who was it on the Alave? Yeah. Yeah. So if you didn't see it, I, I don't know if you can go back and watch it. Anybody listening or watching us here on, on YouTube, but uh, it, it's just a really a simple point, but it's, I think it crystallizes what Greg has brought up and what we've talked about here about the, the difference between weapons, like top tier weapons and guys that are good, but not great. Mac had the throw to Kendrick Bourne down the sidelines on Sunday night. It was a perfect bucket throw and Bourne doesn't come up with it. If you watch last night, Derek Carr throws a sideline down the sideline pass, not nearly as good of a pass as Max was, but he makes a good enough throw and allows his receiver, who is Chris Olave, a guy who was a star at the Ohio State, and I believe he was a first-round pick. Yeah, he was a first-round pick a couple years ago for the Saints, and he makes a spectacular catch. That is the difference. You're working with Kendrick Bourne versus Chris Olave. In Bourne, people said, oh, well, he got his, his wrist grabbed. Fight through it. You, you And we'll talk about this, I'm sure, in a little bit, Greg, with Devontae Parker on Sunday night. Fight through it. Like, yeah, you, that happens almost all the time. Defensive backs are always grabbing an arm or grabbing a wrist or grabbing a little tug of the jersey. You've got to fight through and make the play for your quarterback. And I just thought this was fascinating too, Greg. Just reading over some of the, the rating stuff that you you mentioned earlier here on the pod about how Mac has played consistently good football over the last six or seven games. Put that in perspective, Greg, because Mac's played well the last seven games, six out of the last seven. But we're now looking at a football team with your quarterback playing well. That's what, two and seven in the last nine games? Mm-hmm. It ain't the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, look, Nick, I, I would say, um, you know, and I I made this point, I think, in our email. 
Um, if you put Mac Jones on the Dolphins, the Dolphins are two and zero. Absolutely, you know. Um, you know, you put them on the Eagles. The Eagles are two and zero as well. I mean, I think that you know, and, and just going through it, just so people know. So, uh, let me give you the, the the plays that I did not like from Mac. So uh, there was the drive before halftime. There was a third and nine to Devontae Parker, and uh, it was incomplete. And I think I think they had to kick a field goal there. Now, I didn't like that. Max stared down Devontae Parker. And, and do I think Devontae Parker could do a little bit more and was on his hands and it was actually in a good spot because he threw it away from the safety. So it was a pretty accurate throw. But, you know, what Mac needs to do there, in my opinion, is, you know, he has to he has to know that that's going to be their backside. He needs to keep the safety off look off the safety, look right, and then come back and fire that ball in there. Um, you know, he could use a little bit more juice there. There was a throw to, um, so one play, let's talk about Kendrick Bourne for a second. So Kendrick Bourne only played like, I think 38 of 74 snaps. Yep. And this is just, just to reiterate the point, and we made it last week. There's a reason why Kendrick Bourne doesn't play on this team. I mean, when Demario Douglas gets benched, yet the Patriots are still going with 12 personnel, uh, which is a joke, you know, and they're not putting Kendrick Bourne out there. They, they don't have a lot of confidence in him. And there's reason to, there There was a play where uh, Mack threw it slightly out of bounds. Kendrick caught it, but it was just out of bounds near the goal line. That play was absolutely infuriating to me, the way Kendrick Bourne <laughs> ran that route. Like, he and, and I think Collinsworth said something about it that you know he he turned it up too early. So Kendrick, basically that play, and they they had the coverage they wanted. It was man to man. We've seen Wes Welker, Julian Edelman run this same sort of scene pass. Gronk, you know, same sort of thing. And basically, what's supposed to happen is he's supposed to run, sprint up right on the cornerback, and maybe give a a head fake to the inside and then go around him. And if he gives that head fake, the, the cornerback might hesitate, or that's the idea. And Kendrick Bourne might've been wide open for a touchdown. And, 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 but instead, Kendrick Bourne runs out and when he's supposed to give a head fake, he turns around and looks at Mac and just keeps running like this, which of course slows <laughs> him down. I mean, it's just, it's so bad. It's so bad, but you know, Mac could have made a better throw there. Uh, there was another throw to Kendrick Bourne um, you know, that, that I, th there were three throws to Kendrick Bourne, this, that, that I had minus throws for Mac Jones, you know, it, it just must be a, a Kendrick Bourne and Mac thing where, you know, this is just how bad Kendrick is it. And the interception, look, was he covered? Yes. Is, is Xavier Howard good? Yes. Most of the time he stunk last year. Um, do I think it was a poor decision to throw the ball there? No. Could it have been thrown a little bit differently? You know, maybe a little bit higher on the sideline where only Devontae Parker could get it if he makes a play? Yes. But here's the here's the problem. Devontae Parker was beaten like five steps into the route when he got yep. when he allowed himself to be shoved out of bounds. He's out of the play then. Like, all right, should Mac have just thrown it out of bounds at that point? Maybe. Mac might have had Hunter Henry in the middle. But even that was, there was a safety over the top lurking. Like, I'm sorry, in the, the way this roster is constructed, Devontae Parker, who you just gave an extension to, who is supposed to be Mr. 50-50 ball, he has one-on-one -on -one coverage with the cornerback. 
that's you've told Mac Jones to throw that ball basically by everything you've done with Devonte Parker he's your quote-unquote best wide receiver well I mean Juju gets paid more but best boundary wide receiver and I'm sorry Devonte cannot allow himself to be shoved out of bounds you see a wide receiver get shoved out of bounds that's a fail for the wide receiver yep he has to he has to he he's played against Xavier Howard. They used to be teammates. Howard used to kick the crap out of him in practice all the time. Devontae should know how he's going to play that. And Devontae comes off, and you know he has outside leverage. You know you're going to have to do something to make room. Devontae's got to put a shoulder in down there. You know, and, and I think Max expecting Devontae to be physical to not get owned, to not get pushed out of bounds, and then all of a sudden, like, stop and jump in front of him and, and, and make a catch. That's how that ball was thrown. And so I don't think it was an egregious interception. I split it between the two of them. I lean a little bit more towards Parker, where, like, he at least has to break that up so it's not an interception. But, you know, his punk ass got pushed out of bounds. Like, when you see a, <laughs> when you see a receiver get pushed out of bounds, like, you, you've lost. That is, that's, you know... In, Coaches will tell you that's not being physical enough. And Devontae Parker's got to be more physical than that. And he can't allow himself to be ridden out of bounds. That's a fail for the wide receiver. Didn't love the interception by Mac. Didn't love uh, the decision uh, by by Mac in that, in that situation, the timing of the decision. And he could have made a better throw. But I also agree with you on Parker. Dude got bodied. He got bodied on that route. He got abused. And... Mac, when when you're a quarterback and you're throwing the football to your, as Greg said, your perceived number one receiver, you're trusting that guy. Like, it's so funny to me that people want quarterbacks to trust receivers and, and, they're, and they're, you know, pass catchers that we're saying a lot now because tight ends aren't receivers, blah, blah, blah. And then when a quarterback trusts one of their pass catchers and the pass catcher doesn't give the quarterback 100%, Again, we go back to it's the quarterback's fault. With the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. Head to factormeals.com slash presspass50 and use code presspass50 to get 50% off. That's code presspass50 at factormeals.com slash presspass50 to get 50% off.